Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, I'm Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Bonjour, bonjour. 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 Bonjour, Hey, well, hello and welcome back to the Hillsong Creative Podcast. This is Rich Langton and I'm, um, I'm actually really excited that you've joined us today, um, as always, but, but especially for this conversation. Uh, I have Chelsea Henwood with me, who is our... Hi, Chelsea. Hi. <laughs> who is our uh, creative pastor at our Newcastle campus here in um, New South Wales in Australia. For all of our team uh, in in Sydney, you would know her. You would know her from her worship leading sometimes uh, online or um, for those of you who don't know her, she's awesome. Um, one of the best leaders that I know. She's picked up um, the Newcastle campus, only been there, I guess, a couple of years now. Um, would that be right? One, one? year. Yeah, there you go. Um, picked it up and and just done great things, created such community and such life in that campus. So it's awesome. But Chelsea, I wanted to chat with you today because I read your blog post on Hillsong Collected about worship leading from the living room. Um, tell us, like, um, in, in a nutshell, what has this last six months of, um, I think you call it the COVID coaster, what has it actually been like? Yeah, Um I think I put in in the blog. I'm I'm a doer, and um, I think for so many of us that are used to doing a lot and find a lot of um, feelings of accomplishment, and dare I say even personal value from all of the things that we do and accomplish, mm-hmm. I think this season for a lot of us has been difficult because it has been the roller coaster of. Um, you're up, you're ready for it. You're ready for the challenge, ready for the change. And then you're down because you feel like you're not accomplishing anything. You're not doing enough. And there's the guilt that comes along with that. And and there's so many things. And so the COVID coaster has had those, those up moments of, Oh, look at what we did. This has been amazing. Or look at all the time I have with my husband. This has been amazing. And then the really down moments. And then the kind of like mid coasting along moments where you think you're fine. And then either an up or a down happens and you realize you're still on this roller coaster. Yeah. Um, the blessed COVID coaster that the (laughs) Lord has He's got a song used to highlight so many amazing things. Yeah, I had not heard that that um, phrase before you wrote it or before I read your your blog post. Um, but I like it because I think it definitely describes the season. Um, you you talk about how at the start of the I guess move to online church, uh, you and your husband would be standing up in front of the TV, worshiping and like being full passionate um, during the worship. Yeah. And then over time, that's been a little bit more difficult. Um, before I ask a question about that, I like our family has been exactly the same. We've been on the journey. I relate to that so much to the point where um, Cass mentioned actually on the on the micropod about um, you know needing a tambourine um, so that we could be even you know get our instruments out. She doesn't play an instrument, but a tambourine is something she could play. And somebody sent us in you know uh, sent us a tambourine so she could play it, and she did. <laughs> Which was, Amazing. you know, which if you know Cass was um, 
was <laughs> exactly her personality, mm-hmm. full enthusiasm. But I guess over time, um, it's harder to be enthusiastic when you're engaging with a screen for, for worship. And, um, and so I guess like you, you, you went on that journey and then you felt like the Lord maybe spoke to you about that. Can you tell us about that? Because I feel like it will be encouraging for people at home. Yeah, for sure. I think I was having um, a moment and and even for me, you know, I had been asked to come down and do some of the Sunday recordings and, and things like that. So even for me, like I, I had been doing some things, but I just remember sitting on the couch watching church one morning and I think it was a morning where I had like maybe just made it out of bed for the nine o'clock zoom and probably mm-hmm. like rolled into the kitchen, put the kettle on and my hair still <laughs> all crazy from the pillow. And I get on the zoom and I'm a bit sluggish. And then I turn the TV on and put online church on and I'm doing the motions of what I'm asked to do and what's required of me. But my heart definitely wasn't in it. I was just sitting on the couch and I think I was like, Oh, this sucks. You mm. know, Um, and I just, I kind of sat and watched worship and was like, yeah, that was nice. And then, um, got up and made some eggs or something during the MC spot and tuned (laughs) out and then came back for the word and was flicking through Instagram. And I think I was having this inner monologue about, Mm. um, I guess that, that bitterness isn't the right word, but it was, it was kind of a down moment of, Mm. I'm not worship leading Mm. and, that was actually like, that's one of the things that I felt like I was able to really contribute to the church that gave me life as well that I love to do. And, Mm. um, I was just having a moment with God where I think I was having that like inner war of you're not engaging. And I was like, well, I'm not leading anyway. And, um, and feeling a bit down about that and going, you know, gosh, am I going to be rusty when I get back? How am I going to lead people? I haven't had been out of practice for a whole year and, Mm. and thinking about that and, and all of the emotions that come with that. And I just felt that nudge from the Holy spirit. And he said, you can lead from the living room. Mm. And it just, it got me up. It, Mm. It woke me up in that moment where I just went, Oh, Chelsea, you've been wasting weeks just being a spectator. Hmm. You call yourself a worship leader, leading people into um, a place of worship that um, hopefully you're you're not making it about you, but you're actually showing people in that moment who's who's the goal and hmm. who is important and who yeah. needs our worship and. I realized that I'd been waiting for a stage to do that on where actually what I needed to be doing was in the season lead myself Hmm. so that when I am leading people again in person, Hmm. um, that there's that authenticity and there's, there's actually something that I've allowed God to do in myself that has made me richer on the inside. Yeah. Right. Um, and it was just that little whisper, that nudge from the Holy spirit where he said, lead from the living room. And it, mm. it just woke me up out of that moment. And, and from then on, you know, I have to, it wasn't like next week I was like, yes, I'm going to leave from the living room. <laughs> I kind of had the habit. I sat down on mm. the couch and it was the reminder of, wait, get up. Get out of, like, turn that up, Mm. get on your feet. Mm. You're leading from the living room. You've got to lead yourself. And 
belted out and I keep like declaring that all of my neighbors are going to get saved um, and not annoyed at the crazy lady next door belting right. at the top of her lungs <laughs> at nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about that is that recently Cass received a message um, on Instagram from somebody who that exact thing happened to a friend of theirs. They, um, their neighbors were playing worship music next door loud and they would hear it and, and it was so catchy that they ended up sort of Googling or, or finding, you know, some music to listen to, found Hillsong United and, wow. and started listening to that and knew that, that their friend uh, was part of our church. So contacted them about, you know, this music, which was, you know, what they'd heard from the neighbor um, and has started coming to online church now, which is, uh, I think, you know, obviously God can use your loud singing in the morning. <laughs> he might also turn the neighbors off <laughs> with your loud music yeah. as well. But anyways, um, I, I love it. We've been talking a lot on the, on the podcast about becoming and about who God is creating us to be in this season. So obviously we're not doing a lot of the things that many of us have been, have done in the past. But in this season, um, actually, it seems what God is doing is re-emphasizing that, that um, we have to start from that place of becoming. Who does he want us to be? Um, firstly, I guess before that, who is he? And, and he's obviously recognizing that he's worthy of our, of our praise and our worship. But then in that also, then who does he want us to be? And I feel like what you're describing from uh, leading from the lounge room is, is that that. Um, a sort of acknowledgement of you need to be becoming the sort of person that that should be on a platform that should be leading um, when we get back there and and doing that. Um, if you had an encouragement to someone at home who's sort of found, finding themselves in the same place where maybe online churches is, is harder to to be uh, enthusiastic about and perhaps where they're you know they're not serving like they used to and that's difficult. What would you say? What practically would you would you tell them to do? Like, what have you done in your own life to help you go? Okay, I'm I'm actually going to change in this way or move forward in this. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely been a few months journey of of wrestling with things, and um, it's realizing that learning about rest does not mean that we're now switching off and not doing anything or that we've become lazy bums sitting on the couch. Rest is the central theme of the creation story. You know, if you read Genesis and read that creation story as a poem and you see that it all centers around rest, um, I just think I've been realizing that um, rest is a really good thing and it's a God thing. It's Mm -hmm. what he wants from us. And um, it's not, it's not a rest on the couch on Instagram. It's a rest in him. Hmm. And when we rest in him, we find, um, a lot of beauty in the trust that we can have in his divine purpose and his divine plan. Hmm. So I think practically it would be to, um, be careful with how we're resting, Hmm. um, that it's not, you know, I'm I'm like a Netflix stan binge person, so <laughs> I'm not condemning anyone but myself, really. Right. <laughs> but it's that um, that our rest needs to come from Him and be in Him, mm. and that's where we're going to find safety and purity and trust. Mm. Um, that He's in control, He's on the throne in this season, and that the enemy hasn't robbed anything because mm. He just doesn't have the power to do that. Jesus defeated Him. Mm. Jesus took His power away, and 
um, I think it's, it's owning this season of rest, Mm. um, and, and making a decision to make the most of that Mm. in him, make the most of it, not just for ourselves, not just for, you know, our bodies that need rest or our minds that need rest, but for reestablishing what that Sabbath actually meant to the Lord and what that meant to us. Mm. Um, and so I, I don't, I think that's practical. <laughs> I, I don't really have like a four step plan towards, sure. um, you know, rest, which mm. I, I'm a very practical person. So I love, I would love four steps. Maybe that'll be my next blog. Right. <laughs> four steps to rest. Um, but yeah, the, the point, and I think the hope of the blog was to be a bit practical as well, of yeah. practical things that we can do as leaders to, mm. um, to hone while we're not doing. Mm. And I think that applies not just to the worship leader, but to the mom raising kids and mm. the dad, um, you know, the single dad out there. It's, you know, what can we actually do? What, what nudge from the Holy Spirit can we um, get to get up and practically make an example for ourselves so mm. that one day those watching see that we've done the work in private. Yeah. I love um, that. For the businessman or woman, you know, it, I think it can be applied in every sphere, not just the worship leader who stood on a stage, mm. because I think it's Shakespeare who says, all of life is but a stage. Mm-hmm. I might good be job. wrong on that, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's Shakespeare. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Hey, so, well, thank you for sharing, um, I guess, the blog post, but also today. I feel like it's going to be an encouragement. It's an encouragement to me, but I feel like it's going to be an encouragement to those listening to, like, next time we're sitting on the couch ready for church, you know, on a, on uh, our TVs or on our phones or whatever, to maybe just shake off the the feeling that um, it's just we're just something we're watching, um, yeah. but maybe to to step into something that we're engaging in, and not so much just the, I guess the content of it, but really, yeah. really the Holy Spirit and and what God is wanting to do in and through us in in the season. So, thank yeah. you for being with us, and um, to everybody at home, thanks for joining us again. I hope that it's been an encouragement. I, I really believe it will be, and um, and we're going to leave that with you for today. But um, let me encourage you, if you're not already subscribed to the, to the Micropod, why don't you subscribe so you don't miss anything? We're putting these, these things out every, uh, these episodes out every Monday, and I'd encourage you to do that. And also to share with, uh, share the episodes, share the podcast with your friends and family, because who knows, maybe just like Chelsea's singing in the morning, <laughs> uh, might be, you know, might, might get out to her neighbors. Um, maybe, just maybe, you might be an encouragement to someone else around around uh leading from the from the lounge room so we love you guys thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you soon thanks chels thanks rich bye